down to is Kyrie Irving. When you talk about him being his team, it's not the Boston Celtics. It's Danny Ainge's team. It's Brad Stevens' team. People are talking like we won't still have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart. And don't forget about Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, Brad Stevens, and Danny Ainge. Welcome to the Celtics Center. You've entered the Celtics Center with Adam and Brittany. Today, we've decided we're going to compare each Boston Celtics player to a Pokemon. We're going to start with Brad Stevens, who I had down as Ash. Who did you have, Brit? Um, I actually didn't even think about Brad Stevens, so I didn't have anybody. Um, Brad Stevens is just so nice, but he's so serious for the time being, just because I wasn't prepared for that one. That was a curveball. So you're going with Ash? Yeah, I like that. I like that because he's the leader. Yeah, exactly. That was my thought process. So the I next like it. one. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the only obvious one. It could have been Brock, but he's not second string, you know? Unless we're yeah, classing exactly. Danny as Ash, at which point Brad is then Brock, but we're not classing Danny as Ash. So right. we digress. <laughs> Who do you have for Kemba? Um, Kemba was a tough one, just because I think there's so many different facets to him. I picked Gengar. Oh, because Gengar, um, his little description on a dark night, your shadow is thrown by a streetlight and suddenly and startlingly it overtakes you. And I think that's the type of player that Kemba is. I think a lot of people don't expect it, but I think he's definitely got that dark streak in him. I went for Charmeleon because he's straight fire, but he hasn't evolved into a superstar yet. So he's not quite Charizard. He'll get there. He'll get there. Well, he is straight fire. He, like, he can he can catch fire on occasion. Absolutely. I don't know, though. Maybe he could be Charizard. I think he's going to be Charizard with us. I think he's been Charmeleon. He's definitely been Charmeleon. Gengar he's was a straight up good-ass choice, though. I like, I like the dark Pokemon like that, the shadows. I like it. <laughs> That's what he made me think of. And I watched him, not not to change the subject too much, he was on Jesus and Mero last night and he did his little interview, and I like that they had asked him a question um, and if he calls them up and is like, oh, yo, you got traded here? And he was like, nah, I don't be having people's numbers like that. Yo, I like that so much, and he's not like Kyrie, uh, where he's like wants to be friends with everybody or wants to play with his friends, he just wants to win, and he's gonna do whatever, so I like that. There we go, Gengar, Kemba the Gengar. Who are we going with with Marcus Smart? So, strangely enough, my first choice was Charmeleon. And then my second choice was Machamp, the action before he thinks. But he's definitely that strong piece, so I like Machamp. Why did you have him down as Charmeleon? Um... Just because he's very strong and he's very excited, and that's Charmeleon. He's in that excited state and his tail lights up. So I, I feel like that's Marcus Smart too, because he's a strong. I chose Machop. I didn't choose Machamp because I've saved that for further down the line with a different player, actually. However, Machop, Machamp, strong, short temper, likes to fight. Fighting exactly. type Pokemon. Because Smart, he could be any fighting type, really. Yeah, pretty much. He could, I mean, if there was an MMA type, we would have gone with that too. He just likes to fuck people up. Definitely. And that's why I love him. Here's one for you. I find this one really hard. Is Jalen Brown. That was hard. Who'd you go with? 
I was hoping you'd go first. Okay, what? I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> I picked, I picked Hitman Chan, um, just because he possesses the spirit of a boxer who's working towards his championship, and he has an indomitable spirit. And I've been watching Jalen in the off season, and Jalen's been putting in that work. And he he had some adversity. He played like shit in the first half of the year. So I think that he's that type. He's that he's got a fighting spirit. I went with Abracadabra. Oh, I like that. He's the thinking type. He's like you know they're classed as psychic type, but there is the thinking type that gets better the more he's used and gets so like with Jalen, the better the more usage he's got, the better Jalen Brown we see. He, but he also tends to overthink things, and when he overthinks things, you can see that's when he really starts to struggle on the court. So, yeah. Abracadabra was my choice right there. I like Abracadabra. Yeah, plus it's an awesome word to say. Yeah, it definitely is. It's an awesome word, and also just him in general, he seems like a dude that might walk around with like some magic shit. Some magic shit? What, he's got a wand in his pocket? I feel like he would have a wand or maybe some crystals in his pocket. Like, he's not on that level yet, but he's definitely got his third eye open. He's magical. And he's got that 90s swag, right? He does. You know, every every time he posts something on Instagram, I'm like, yo, how do you let this fly all the time? Like, he's just real cool. <laughs> what about Jason Tatum? Uh, Jason Tatum, I picked a legendary hot take. Uh, I picked Zapdos, though. Why is Zapdos? Hmm. Because he gains power if he's stricken by lightning. And I think when he's put in that situation against that type of talent, like in the playoffs with LeBron, um, I think he has that electricity that he needs. But I think he needs to, or I think it's going to come. But he's he's a legendary in my book. He'll get there. Just to shoot back to Kemba, I feel like we should have gone with um, Chansey. Really? The yeah. Healing type right. Pokemon. That lays nutritionally excellent eggs on an everyday basis. <laughs> so these are mad but, strong for no reason. Yeah, just like you know, the, the the healing Pokemon come into many of the rifts that were caused by Voldemort. But my choice for Jay for Jason was Blastoise. Oh, that is good. All right, all right, I can see straight it. Straight water, everything he throws up is just. He's just cashing in. He's going to blast you away from every different facet, every different position on the court. It's it's funny that that was that's what you picked because the description of Blastoise is they can shoot bullets of water in enough accuracy to strike empty cans from a distance of 160 feet. There we go. Did you just Google this? Uh, I I was looking in Pokemon Go. I like the little descriptions in there. It gives you a little personal take on the Pokemons. <laughs> yeah, he's he's straight up Blastoise. So I think that's a really good choice for Jason Tatum. I like it. Now this so is my favourite one so far is Gordon Hayward. Oh. So I'll go. go I chose him as Pikachu because if Brad Stevens is Ash and Pikachu follows Ash around everywhere, then Gordon Hayward is Pikachu. I I definitely would agree with that. And once you once you had Brad Stevens as Ash it makes total sense now. I had him as Ente just because of the player that he is. He needs to come back around and he needs to get back on that fire that he had. And I think it's coming. I think this year is going to be that year where we see him break back out. 
Yeah, I mean, either one's good. I mean, Pikachu can get hot. He can strike lightning everywhere. And lightning does strike ty- twice with Pikachu. But Entei is a great choice. <laughs> I like it. It's going to get harder as we get past the starting lineup. Yes, I can't wait. Kanta. Who do you have for Kanta? Um, Kanta, I picked Will Buffett. <laughs> God damn, you went deep, didn't you? type Pokemon, and that's most of the reason why I picked it. Because Ennis Cantor has been given the short end of the stick in recent times. Um, but I, I also liked in the description that if one Wabuffet meets another, they try to outdo each other, but they'll see who can go the longest without food. <laughs> <laughs> know that when we're in the playoffs and during Ramadan, that that poor man is not going to eat as much. And when he was eating on Instagram or whatever, Snapchat the other day, did you see that? I did not. All that food he was eating? Yo. Addis Cantor had a feast for 99 people. He's like, it's my cheat day. He put like a burger, a piece of pizza, and some sushi all together, and he ate that shit. I was like, yo, this man must have a stomach made of bulletproof. Like, I like this. I chose him as Diglett. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why Diglett? Because he's uh, he's always going to grab the rock. He's always going to yeah. dig his heels in on on offense and make sure that he can get the extra possessions. And I just think Ennis Cantor's diglet. He likes to hide away when the going gets tough. He'll dig away so nobody can see him. <laughs> Defense. <laughs> and he's a rock-type Pokemon. And what does Cantor do exceptionally well? Grab the rock? Absolutely. That was my take on it anyway. You giggled, so I'm assuming you either agree or disagree. I, I definitely, I agree. I just, all I can see is Diglett, like, popping out of the ground right now. With Cancer's face on Yeah, it'd be funny as shit if that was his lanky-ass body coming out of the ground instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So now we've got Brad Wanamaker. I'm gonna let you go first on that one. I chose Voltorb. Alright, I can see. Why? A completely non-existent Pokemon that nobody ever mentions <laughs> but when used correctly can be straight up fire is an electric type Pokemon that can get hot in a second can provide you really really good hit points especially against other shooters water type Pokemon and he's an under the radar type Pokemon slash player yeah who you got so I would go with um, same same thing he's that electric type and Jolteons aren't used as much. I think that there's a lot of Jolteons in the world. But he has that streak in him where he can get electric. Okay. I like Jolteon as well. Jolteon's one of the better Pokemon. Out of all the Eevees, we know that Vaporeon is the best. Uh, no. What are you going with? Is it Ninetales? That's not an Eevee! Ninetales is a... Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. It's been 20 years since I watched Pokemon. Oh my god. What is it? It's a Vulpix. That's it. Yeah. Maybe maybe Jolteon is the best Eevee. Anyway. Whatevs. What about Semi? Semi Ojolay. Who did I put for Semi? I think I picked a rock type. Just because he's been working out. And you know, that man looks strong as shit. I picked Gollum. We picked Gollum. Yes. You got the same as me right there. Really? Yeah. Ooh, a- we got one. 
Why? Just his body alone, and the fact that I think he's getting real strong, and I think that he's got that that in him where he can just fling people across the court soon. Yeah, combat muscles, right? Yeah, absolutely. Semi muscles approves this. Yeah, we need him to say that for this podcast. Semi muscles approves this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know, maybe I just didn't pay attention to him all this. I mean, I always paid attention to him, but that man looks strong as shit lately. Like, yeah, I've always said he's aptly named. With it, you cut out there. I said, "Yeah, I'm down with it." Yeah, he's named after a truck, dude. There's a reason, right? Perfect. Who have you got for Romeo Langford? Romeo Langford. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. I had him as Evie. Yeah, I can I can go with Evie just because he's got a lot of uses. Yeah, and you don't know which way he's gonna evolve which type of player he's gonna evolve into. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Evie. I like that. Of course you do. I suggested it. Yeah, of course. That's the best reason to pick it. Obviously. Um, who do you have for Carson Edwards? Carson Edwards. Tyranitar. <laughs> Why Tyranitar? He's overwhelmingly powerful. Look at him. Okay. Okay. It's an armor Pokemon. I think Carson Edwards is going to be an armor player. I had Fero. Really? Yeah. It's strange, huh? There's a reason, though. Because when he's driving at you with them big-ass fires, he's going to strike fear into you. He can get up. He's got hops. That's where the bird-type Pokemon comes into it. He's fast, like a bird-type can get a gust. And the guy can just straight-up get buckets. And Fearow straight-up fucked Ash catch him up in the first episode of Pokemon. Remember? So he's gonna fuck Red Stevens up. Yeah, is he gonna fuck Red Stevens up? Yeah, he's gonna so. fuck up anybody trying to guard him. That guy, that guy's got a little bit of Westbrook attitude in him. I'm telling you, he, he definitely does. But you hopefully, can see you know, it, right? Yeah, and I like that. That's the point guards have always been my favorite players, just because a lot of them play with that aggression. I really, really like Westbrook. That's a hot take. A lot of people don't, but I like him because he plays with that chip on his shoulder. I love it. Yeah, if we can get the best parts of Westbrook, that chip on his shoulder, that confidence, but not the selfishness and the stat chasing, and we get that and implement it into Carson Edwards, I think we've got a hell of a point guard there. Absolutely. So, yeah, Fero, you sounded shocked. I'm happy by that one. Yeah, that's that's a hot take. I like it. What about Daniel Tice Tice, baby? Uh, I picked Houndoom. You picked who now? Houndoom? I don't even remember this damn Pokemon. I don't remember Houndoom. Oh, what did he evolve from? The dog. He's a dark type. Oh. <laughs> you sound so angry. Yeah, because I'm shocked that you don't know it. I mean, I know we're not... He evolved from a Houndor. Houndoom. The dog. He's got the horn on his head. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, because they're leaders. They fight amongst them amongst themselves for leadership characteristics, and I think Tice, as long as he's been around, he can be a leader in that sense. So that's why I pick him. And he's got he's a dark type, and like I said, I like the dark types. I think I think Tice has that in him. I chose so I think dark he type be Pokemon. A- I chose Ghastly. 
Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, because when he's off, the dude is ghastly. Yeah, absolutely. But, but when he's on his game, like when you're using ghastly correctly during the games and the Pokemon cards, he's damn near fantastic. When Tice is playing well, Tice plays really well, he'll get you 10 and 10 easily. Yeah. When he's off, he's getting you 0, 0, and a minus 50 and plus minus. <laughs> and the hair, dude, the hair was ghastly. Yeah, the hair is pretty ghastly. It's bad. It was very bad. It was very German. Like it's German techno. German. He looks like he's in like a little techno DJ. Like. Who have you got for Grant Williams? Grant Williams, I picked Ivysaur. Because Ivysaur doesn't have the flower on his back yet, but it's going to bloom. Aww, I'll pick Bulbasaur. So we're in the we're in the same family. We're in the same family. You've just gotten one evolution higher than I did. And lower. Bulbasaur's the lowest. Oh yeah, Bulbasaur. <laughs> You've got yeah. him at mid-level evolution. Come I on do. now. I just do. question my Pokemon knowledge. I'm questioning myself. I was like, Venusaur? No, that's not the right one. Duh. I've chose Bulbasaur because Grant Williams has a lot to not only learn, but to change about the way he plays before he can be successful at the NBA level. Yeah. So I feel like... So he's huh? It's, he's got his seeds. He's now got we have his to... seeds, yeah. He's got good tendencies. He just needs to plant them and let them grow. That's like a very it. Mr. Miyagi take right there. It was. I like it. What about Robert Williams? Robert Williams, I picked Heracross. Oh, why? Uh, Because he's got that hard shell. Uh, slips beneath the foe's grasp and then scoops them up and hurls the opponent. And Robert Williams has that. So I think he is a big threat when he is playing correctly, which I think he's going to be doing now because he looked a lot better in Summer League. He did, right? I thought he played way better this in Summer League than we'd seen from him pretty much all of last year. Yeah, absolutely. Apart from those uh, mid-range jump shots that he decided he wanted to take in the first game. He'll be okay. He, now he knows what not to do. Well, yeah, that's the way you're going to play yourself out of the game real fast, right? Yeah, boo. Yeah, boo. He played himself out of the fucking country. <laughs> well, what would you What would you make Yabu? What What would you pick? Yabu? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I didn't think of one for Yabu. He would definitely be a ditto. He'd probably be a Mewtwo because no one's ever seen him. Yeah, but Mewtwo's real strong. Nah, he'd be a Ditto. Because Ditto's really rare, too. Yeah, that's true. But he can't remember shit. I've got one. He's a Snorlax. Ooh. Okay. He's just big, chunky, and sleeps all day. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, poor Yabu. Oh, fuck. Oh, Yabu Dabu dude, man. I'm gonna miss that dude. I'm just gonna miss the memes. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I've always just known him as Yabu Dabu Du. <laughs> he looked like Fred Flintstone. Right. But I had um, I had Robert Williams as Onyx. You know, that was going to be one of my choices. I was looking at Onyx and Steelix, but then I went with Heracross. So I see why you picked it. Yeah, he can strangle the, he can strangle the offense because nobody wants to drive if they know he's coming up for the SWAT. Right. He can throw the rock as displayed 
in summer league. He can pass that shit. But he's also not prone to putting up some bricks. <laughs> so it just made sense, right? It does make sense. You're definitely not wrong. Have we missed anybody? Um, oh, Williams? Tremont Williams? Tremont Williams, who did you have? I don't know. I was hoping you was going to give me one while I was thinking, if I'm honest. I never, I've just realized we forgot him. Um, I'm going to go with a pincer. Ooh. Why? Uh, because he can grip his foes. I think that he's got that. I think that, that that's what we're going to get out of him. But he that's doesn't evolve. That's the most girly answer I've ever had, ever. No, it's not girly ants. Damn, wow, alright. <laughs> wow. Pinsir doesn't have an evolution, though. Did we get an evolution out of him? No, you don't. Do you? Would you I don't think thought? anybody ever kept a pincer in their lineup long enough to see if it evolved. Right, so I guess we're going to see if that happens or not. I'll have him, I'm going to have him as Magikarp. Oh, damn, because you're hoping he turns into Gyarados? Exactly. Alright, alright, I get it. He's going to spend the first year or two floundering around trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Because he's got to learn how to play against these big NBA athletes at his size, right? He needs to make a phone call to Isaiah Thomas. Yes, absolutely. That, yeah, he did. And Muggsy Bogues and anybody like that, anybody his height that have had longevity in the league, he needs to be picking their brains. And for the first year, maybe two, G League and NBA, especially as he's under two way, he's yeah. gonna be he's gonna have some hard times. He's gonna have to figure out how to get his shot off against the big tree in the tall trees, how to draw those fouls. So yeah, he's definitely Magicka with the hope that he turns into Gyarados. Alright. I like it. I like that answer. Of course you do. Right, because it's your answer. Um, you know what your answer is shit. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, exactly. Right? This is where we are now. You started it. Oh, yeah. It's the New York attitude, right? Um, that pretty much sums us up for all the no, roster, right? No, it doesn't. Who we got? Poirier. Oh, the Vincent Poirier, the forgotten man. Right. So it's... this is a good one. Unknown. You've called him Unknown. Is there a Pokemon called Unknown? Oh my good! Yes, there are like ten different unknowns, and research into these is ongoing. But nothing is known. They're just unknowns. <laughs> that is the best description that I could have found of Poirier. <laughs> How long did it take you to find this? Actually, when you brought this idea up, I was like, "Poirier is unknown." That's the easiest one. Oh shit! That was like the first one. Um. Another one, even though we don't know his fate yet, would be Taco. What would you what would you pick for Taco? Oh, you see, now Taco's difficult, right? So Taco would be like Bellsprout. Hmm. Okay. Just long and gangly that can just... Because Bellsprout can... If you remember, Bellsprout's got whip and he's got strangle. So he's going to strangle the D because nobody's, nobody, nobody is driving when Taco's in the lane if they're half intelligent. Right. He's going to, he's got whip for when he's just slapping the ball clean out the air. But he's still got lots of room to grow because I remember Bowsprite evolves like two or three times. Yeah, he does. Yep. So I'm going with Bowsprite and I'm proud of that answer. 
proud of that answer. I'm I'm glad. Um, I picked Executor. You picked her? Executor. Okay. Because he's so goddamn tall. And he also has whip. So. So watch me whip. Now watch me taco. Oh my god. Stop it. That's almost just as bad as those shirts. What shirts? Ugh. What's her name? Maria Menounos was at one of the Summer League games, and her and her man had these corny-ass, like, Taco Time shirts on. They were very corny. Was there it about a clock with a taco in the middle? Taco. It was green, though. Like, you got moldy tacos? Like, what is going on here? There were so many better things that could have happened on a shirt for taco, and that's what they chose, so. Okay, so that wraps us up for the Pokemon section of this podcast. Now to move on, because... We got through that pretty bloody quick. Did we did because we didn't? I didn't disagree with anything because I couldn't find really anything to disagree with. So maybe I'll find something next to disagree with the next thing you say. I'm considering options other than Taka for the final roster spot. Hey, cool. Uh, Jonas Drebka, Kenneth Farid, Pau Gasol. Feel free to interject at any juncture right here. At any juncture. Hard. I agree and I disagree. I, I don't know. It's weird because Taco has already like integrated himself into the culture of this team. But do you think he can? I don't. Do you think he can contribute. It's just fun time in the G League. Clearly. Exactly. Know. So, do we want a guy that can spend that's going to spend the majority of the year in the G League, or do we want a vet that can come in? And but do you think you need to spend a majority of the year in the G League? Well, if he signs a two-way contract, he can only spend forty-five days in the NBA. Wouldn't you take? I would see. I would take that. I can get down with that. You think? Yeah, I 45 could. Forty-five days in the NBA, of which, say, if he's lucky. 36 of those are game days, and he'll probably see a total of an hour worth of basketball if he's super lucky. Oh, so what do, you, what do you think? What would your idea for Taco be? Because I, personally, I don't want to lose the ability to have him on the team. Okay, so the only problem is, the only way to do that is to keep to sign him to that two-way deal. Right. Because otherwise, he's technically a free agent in the G League that can be called up to 10-day contracts or given a two-way elsewhere. Right. The only issue is we need a stretch big. We don't need Taco big from a basketball standpoint. From a fan's perspective, all we need is Taco, and this whole season's fantastic. <laughs> we're going to get a championship because of Taco. That's what you're Or we're not going to give a fuck because we're going to get Taco. Do you know? Right, so... Screw the championship. We don't need it. We just need Taco. Exactly. That's a lot of fans on uh, Twitter seem to be under this mentality. Me personally, I want to see the most competitive team possible. Why? I don't. I don't want to see a bunch of bums. I mean, not saying that anybody's bum, but you said Pau Gasol. Sh- simply for short bursts, stretching the floor. Pau Gasol. That's what I said. Thirty-nine years old. With how many championship rings? Couple. 
Nobody's saying the same thing about Vince Carter. Vince Carter to me is such a majestic being, though. <laughs> I'm not championing Paul Gasol. I'm just saying he's available. He can stretch the floor. He's available. Uh, if you're going to compare him to Vince Carter, though, just in, in persona alone, Vince Carter looks better now than he did like five years ago. Yeah, Vince Carter's like in mad shape. I really just want him to be that person and go sign with whoever's going to win. Because yeah, I mean, Jonas Jerebko's mind, and I agree, he deserves a ring at this point. But Jonas is probably my number one choice if we're signing somebody on a, on a minimum contract, a vet minimum. Yeah. You don't he's think he done well last time? He's got the experience that he needs. I just feel like I want Taco on the team as much as the next guy, but realistically, what's he going to bring to the table this year? Because we've already got Poirier, so he, and he's at end of the bench, big man. They're unknown. Yeah. And with Taco, it's like, I feel like he's one injury away from being non-existent in the league. Just because of his height, right? If he hurts his legs, he's fucked. Yeah, and I said that last week, too, about his lankiness. He, I don't know, he's already big, put on more weight. But once he puts on more weight, is it going to slow him down, you know? I mean, the dude's 300 pounds. For, For his height. That's not a lot. This is true, but he's that's heavy, dude. It is, but he, you got to think about weight distribution. Look at him; he looks like a stick. This is why I worry. If he goes up against an Andre Drummond or a Blake Griffin for anything yeah. more than two, three minutes in a game, he's going to get bodied. I don't know. It's tough. I well, I I agree with you. I want to keep him just as much as the next guy, but. I also don't want to keep him because he's, you know, he gets so, hurt. Or so Nick Gelso last week said he doesn't really want Tucker because he's not about signing a guy just to be a mascot. Yeah, I don't want that either. And that's exactly what it'll be. No, it, it sucks because I think he's got the potential, but I just, I don't think he's there yet. And that's crazy to say that because he played all four years in college, you know? And but this is I what, think his body is... is yeah, back. it's his body, right? It's how many guys that height, think of the wear and tear. Every time he runs up and down the court, it's taking, it's causing more wear and tear on him because his joints are so big, right? So his longevity in the league, I mean, do you, his ceiling's what? Boban, maybe? Yeah. And that's his maximum ceiling. And Taco, I still love you. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, if they sign him, I'm not going to be sad. Yeah, I I think it's a catch-22. You know, you could get somebody else, but somebody else could suck. They could just play like shit. So you, you really don't know. I mean, it's totally different into that system. You don't know how it's going to play. A two-way deal, forty-five game, forty-five days up in the NBA. You've got you'll probably sign him on a two-year two-way or a one-year two-way. It gives you enough time one to keep a bit of flexibility moving forwards. It gives you time to see how he performs over the full length of a season against higher-level competition. 
Yeah. These are the bonuses for having him. Nobody else can come and take him because he's contracted to you. And right. you can get him used to playing in the system to see how he does next year. If he makes a jump, then it was a good move. If not, you haven't really lost that much. Right. So that's the positives for having him. If he can right. develop an outside shot, I think he'll be damn near unguardable. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a hot take today? Because we don't have rain, so we need Britney's rants. Ooh, um, I don't really have a hot take about the Celtics at all. Mm-mm. I like the way things are going for once. Uh, but again, it is July. And by the time we get to probably be really upset because I'll watch three games. I'll be like, wow, this sucks. Mentality yeah. that doesn't work. <laughs> I have to see it before I can really like judge it because on paper, anything could look fucking great on paper. But then you, you get there and you're like, wow, this was a really terrible idea. And this is what happened last year, right? That's exactly what happened last year. It looked fantastic on paper. We last year, I should have known last year when everybody was saying, oh, Boston's going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I should have known then that things were not going to pan out. Just in my own personal life, when that happens, things don't work out for me. I'm a huge Panthers fan, and everybody's, oh, Panthers are going to win the Super Bowl in 2015. Well, I see how that worked out. So I feel like it's anything that I like specifically. So sorry, guys. It's my fault. You heard it. Everybody blame Britney. Blame me. It's my fault. It's always my fault. It's fine. Oh, we'll get another like one. That. Don't worry. I was, I was a fan in 2008. I was a fan. I won. <laughs> you feel like you're justifying yourself now. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I think that's a, a lot of sports fan mentalities, though. Like, sometimes you're just like, damn, this shit's my fault. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird superstition, I suppose. But yeah, you're right. Last year, on paper, no one was beating us. No one. You were like, damn, this is the best team I've seen in a long time. And then you're like, wow, this just didn't work. I'm just like, damn, I never blame myself if the team plays bad. I mean, yeah. I, you know, not so much in basketball, but in other sports, I do. Ball, my, my Cam Newton jersey, I don't wash it in the season. I only wear it, you know, on Sundays or whenever they play for the time of the game. So I wear it for like two hours. But I feel like if I wash it and they lose, it's going to be my fault. And I washed the win off. That's legendary. That's the right way to be. <laughs> maybe that's how, maybe that's how Wayne is with his Terry Rogier socks. Maybe he <laughs> washed them. He probably so washed them. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. to Wayne who's not here. Wayne washed them Terry Rogier socks and he washed the willingness to play as a team together. Oh my God. Wayne, you washed up the team, dude. No wonder you're not here today. I, I would feel like shit too, Wayne. Thanks. We're blaming you, Wayne. <laughs> now we better burn those socks. <laughs> and put it on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And burn the socks and bury the ash in his backyard. Burn it with fire. <laughs> the question is, though, if you've got a jersey you don't wash all year, assuming those two hours are during game time, that's nachos and beer time, right? You think I'm just spilling food on myself? I think when when there's a touchdown, maybe, yeah. Oh, nope. Nope. No, I disagree. I'm guaranteeing at least oh. once you've dropped nachos or beer down that top. Oh. Beer, beer, yes. I will wash that spot. But I will wa- but then, not wash oh, so you just watch washing a little bit of the win away. I mean, just a little bit. It's That's why Carolina went 15-1 and one that year, because I washed a little bit of the win off. 
Do you see what you're doing to other Panther fans just by, because you can't deal with a little bit of beer? Yeah, I mean, I can't. The, but I also, like, I have a, a white jersey, too, and I won't wear that. I'll only wear that maybe, like, twice in the year because I get real freaked out about white. Okay, elaborate. I feel like everything during the day will be on me in life at all. Like, if I see something, I'm like, damn, damn, that's white. I'll be like, shit, wish I could wear that. I'm 28 years old. And I'm like, I can't wear that. Because I feel like when I wear something that's white, that's when I'm going to, like, pop a pen on my clothes or something. I don't know. So you won't wear, like, an old school white and green Rondo jersey? Oh, I have... I have two Rondo jerseys. I have a green one and I have the black All-Star Game one that year that he was out and was Darren Williams replaced him. It was black and like neon yellow back when they were the old jerseys. Yo, that is like my favorite jersey in the world. It says Boston. And it's black and neon yellow. Love it. That sounds fire. Right, guys? It so- is. And you know what? I still wear that jersey to this day. When Rondo punched Chris Paul last year, I was like, I'm wearing this tomorrow wore it <laughs> St. Patrick's Day Rondo jersey in full effect last year I saw all the people with their Kyrie Irving jerseys <laughs> jokes on you no thank you yeah I'm glad I never bought a Kyrie jersey I have like a Kyrie like jersey shirt I think I got like $26 on it I can live with that but if I bought like a over $100 jersey for him to leave yo bought him personally so, guys, that's going to be us for today. Make sure you tune into the next episode. And if you guys have any players that you would have chose a different Pokemon for, drop us a little tweet at me, Adam Taylor NBA, and at Brittany underscore High Britney, and let us know who you would have chose so we can debate it and maybe come on the podcast to see why you would have chose those people. But I'm guaranteeing you mine and Britney's were better. Yeah, ours were definitely better. Uh, but if you want to drop some like cool edits in the comments, that'd be cool. Some like Pokemon cards with players on them, I get down with that. I live for things like that. So yeah, I'm all, down with that. all the player Pokemon Celtics memes that you can create, put them in. <laughs> and we'll catch you again next week, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Is that my voice? <laughs>